Hello, welcome to the second episode of the Zipline Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your co-host, Liam. Today we're going to be discussing Legend Tears. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, remember to subscribe and leave a five-star review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. Getting right into the next segment, we're going to be talking about Legend Tears. Now the first Legend Tier is the S-Tier Legends. The S-tier legends are the best legends in the game. You pretty much need one on your team if you're going to be succeeding. They offer a lot to the team and to the player. Um, and these are the meta-shaping legends. The A-tier are the really good legends, but not quite good enough to make the meta. They're good, they support your team, but not necessary. Next up, we have the B-tier legends. These legends can be fun to play, and they're decent legends, but they're not the best legends, and you pretty much don't want to be picking them over A and S tier legends if you want to be succeeding. Next tier, the C tier legends are pretty bad, but not completely terrible. They still offer something. Uh, and in D tier, we have legends that basically don't do anything. These legends are not playable in any means. You might have fun playing them, but they just aren't really good legends at all. So before we get started on telling about each legend in the tiers, I want to make a short disclaimer saying that these legends are not in any order of how powerful they are inside the tiers, they're just tiered. So if a certain legend is before a different certain legend in a tier, it does not mean that legend is better than the other legend, it just means that they're in the same tier. So the first tier we're going to be talking about is the S tier, and in the S tier we have Wraith. Now, Wraith has been one of the strongest legends since day one of this game because she has a very small hitbox. Her ability, Into the Void, lets you basically become immune to all damage for a couple seconds, which is, no matter how you think about it, a really powerful ability. You can use it to get into rooms that may be trapped up. You can use it to get out of situations where you could be dying. You could use it to avoid storm damage where you're at a sliver of health. Uh, and it's a really powerful ability. And... But that's not it. Wraith also has one of the best ultimates in the game. It allows her team to move from building to building in late game. Uh, it gives her an extra speed boost if you want to get out of there. Or you can portal your team away while they're looting, and you can start portaling to the next area. So it gives your team that extra time to loot up while you're making your rotations for them, pretty much. So yeah, that's why Wraith is in A tier, or S tier, excuse me. The next legend in S tier is Pathfinder. He has always been one of the best legends in the game, mainly because he has, in my mind, the best mobility in the game. His grapple allows him to fling himself hundreds of feet forward. He can reach spots that no other legend can. And his uh, passive allows him to use survey beacons that allow him to see the next ring location. So this uh, lets him... Uh, get to the ring early, and he can camp other teams, gatekeep, or just get to a spot early. Next up, and the last legend in S tier is going to be Watson. Now, Watson promotes camping, which is not something that I love, but her abilities are very strong. You get notified when someone breaks down a door. You can pretty much claim an area as yours with her fences. She gets an ult by just using a singular ultimate accelerant, so you can start stacking those late game. And her ult not only heals you for shields, but the most important part is that it stops nade spam. 
So if you're up on a high ground, if you're up in a birdcage at train yard in late game, and you just place down your ult, then you're immune to all frag grenades, anything that could be making you push off of that high ground. Uh, and also, people can't push up to that birdcage because you've got it all trapped up. They would get slowed down, and then you could just melt them with your team. Um, so the meta is pretty campy right now, and basically every single team has a Watson. Like, we just saw the Europe finals of Apex Legends, and literally every team basically had a Watson or a Wraith or a Pathfinder. And these are why these legends are S-tier. Like, they're the most powerful legends in the game, and the game is shaped around them. So next up, we have the A tier, and first of all, we have Gibby. He used to be an S tier legend, but after a few recent nerfs, uh, he has fallen out of S tier into A tier. His uh, aim shield used to be way too good, but after a recent nerf, it has dropped to 50 health, and the Revenant Silence ability is now able to destroy it. He has a very good ultimate. Uh, it drops essentially a mortar barrage down, and it just does a huge amount of damage. And his tactical ability drops down a dome shield, which is very useful. It also has a 25% healing boost inside of the dome and has a faster res for him. Next up in A tier is Lifeline. Now, Lifeline was recently quote-unquote buffed, but it's more of a nerf for Lifeline. Uh, she is now able to access the small compartments of blue bins, but... Low-profile legends now take full damage from from leg shots and arm shots. So while this is an overall nerf for Lifeline, Lifeline still remains in A tier because she offers healing fast heals for herself, and she's the only legend outside of Gibby that can fast heal with red Evo shields on. And she offers healing to the team, which is important after you're escaping from the storm or early game if your team doesn't have meds. And probably the most important part of her kit is that when she's rezzing, there's a shield, and she rezzes a second faster than any other legend, again, outside of Gibby. But this allows you to pull off rezzes maybe mid-fight, and definitely rezzes where you couldn't have otherwise with any other legends. Uh, and it lets you go into a fight rejuvenated. Uh, quick tip, if you ever have a gold backpack, make sure to give your lifeline that, because the lifeline's going to be sticking the rezzes, and getting up with extra health is very important. The next legend in A tier is Bloodhound. Uh, he used to not be very good, but after a few recent buffs, he has made it up into A tier. The main buff that took him up here was the extension of the range of his scan. If you're unaware, the scan now has a very, very large range, and it essentially highlights the enemies for you. It lasts about one second, I think. Yeah, it's, it's like 0.8 for a scan duration. Thank you. Um, his ultimate ability gives him digital threat vision and a uh, speed boost, makes him very, very fast. His tactical ability also allows him to see footprints, where people died, where people got knocked, when doors got opened, and overall just a very solid legend. Next up, and the last legend on A tier is Revenant. Now, after the update went live yesterday, Revenant got buffs on buffs on buffs. Revenant used to have the biggest hitbox in the game and have low profile, making him ridiculous. Like, super easy to hit, takes a bunch of damage. Not only did low profile get removed, not only does silence now last twice as long, not only does he get two charges on silence and it disables Gibraltar's gun shield, his totem also spawns him back after death, 
with 50 health, which is crazy because one of the main reasons and one of the main problems with Revenant was that you would place your totem, you would rush into a fight, and then you would go back with one health. And you would have to pop a full medkit before you could rejoin the fight. And sometimes that ability just didn't feel useful at all. Now that's all been completely fixed. Revenant's passive is quite good. Revenant's tactical is quite good. And Revenant's ultimate is quite good. And his hitbox has been fixed. So Revenant is now one of the best offensive legends in the game. He stops enemy legends from escaping. He's very powerful on his own. He can heal or he can walk while healing fast thanks to his passive. And he has a bit of vertical mobility. So Revenant is an A-tier legend by far, and he's a very strong legend as well. Uh, next up, we have B-tier. This is the first legend is Caustic. He's a reasonable legend. He can drop these gas traps that are activated when people get near or are shot at. And they do, I think, about five damage every second. So it's a good amount of damage, but they're overall pretty easy to escape. Uh, his ultimate also drops down. Uh, it allows him to throw the smoke instead of having to place it. Uh, and this uh, just allows him to do an okay amount of damage. He's pretty campy. He does pretty well when paired with a Watson. One more thing about Caustic that is a main problem is that while your teammates don't get damaged in your Nox gas, they do get slowed, which is a pretty big problem. Uh, moving on to our other legend that's in B tier is Bangalore. Now, Bangalore on paper looks like quite a good legend. She can smoke out an area with multiple activations. Uh, when shot at or b being aimed or grenaded at, she gets a 30% speed boost. Uh, and her ultimate is pretty much useless. You throw down missiles in an area, and after 7 seconds they explode. This is more of a zoning tool than anything, but Bangalore is a well-rounded legend. She's just not powerful enough. She doesn't have that mobility. She doesn't have that boost my team or get me out of here that some of the S and A tier legends do. Uh, and smoking out an area can be useful, and if you get digital threats, it can be useful. And she can be a useful legend. The problem is she's just outclassed by some of these other legends. Next up, we have the C tier legends, uh, one of which is Crypto. His uh, tactical ability allows him to put out a surveillance drone, which highlights their enemies when they're in vision. It's vision. But when Crypto is in his drone, he is completely vulnerable to attacks from all angles. So he can be snuck up on and just melted. I know occasionally I've been playing the game and I'll just sneak up on a Crypto and just destroy him while he's in his drone. His ultimate uh, allows his drone to set off an EMP, which does, I believe, 50 damage to shields. And it has the same effect as an arc star to characters. They get slowed, and their vision is slightly like electrified. And Crypto's drone also allows him to collect banners and uh, when they're pretty far away. And he's just not a very good legend overall, but he still offers a little to the team. Uh, useful tip about Crypto, if you're in drone mode and you look at a champion banner, you can see how many enemy squads are in the area. Uh, and finishing off C tier, we have Octane. Now, Octane can use his ability, Tactical Stim, and it makes him move faster. But the main problem with that ability is that it takes away some of his health. And Octane does regenerate health passively over time, which is pretty much the only reason that Octane is good at all and just not in D tier. His ultimate is pretty bad, like 
It can't get you places you need to go, like Pathfinder, Zip, or Wraith's Portal. Again, this is just pretty much a worse version of our S-tier legends. Uh, but yeah, Octane is in C-tier just because of that health regeneration. Like, topping off health where you don't have to use a syringe. If you escape from a fight and you're out of meds, you can kind of just chill and you'll get that health back. And that is super nice. But he just doesn't offer enough to yourself or the team to be playing Octane in ranked or even pubs occasionally. So. And finishing off us off today, we have the D-tier legends, actually only legend, which is Mirage. He is probably the worst legend in the game. His abilities are essentially useless to the team. Uh, his, his tactical abilities, he throws out a decoy, which runs in a straight line. And if you're lucky, might trick an enemy into shooting it. And then it shows you where they shot it from. So that can give you a little bit of an advantage. His ultimate makes him become invisible and he sends out six decoys. But they just stand still around him unless you're on a high place. And then he stays invisible for, I think, five seconds, maybe a bit more. And you can get behind the enemies and flank. But if it's not that useful of ability and he offers nothing to the team. Uh, before we sign off here... I wanted to add to Mirage that he just got nerfed by complete accident. The devs did say on Twitter that Mirage is going to be receiving a buff next update. Uh, so we're all hopeful for that. But in the meantime, his passive cooldown has been reduced from 15 seconds to, to 25 seconds, which is absolutely ridiculous. That patch goes live tomorrow. But for now, Mirage is pretty much useless and definitely the worst legend in the game. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow with a new episode. Uh, as always, make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you.